Question 34 of Summa Theologica Pars Prima, Trinity and Creation. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This recording is by Jim Ruddy. Summa Theologica Pars Prima, Trinity and Creation by St. Thomas Aquinas translated by the fathers of the english dominican province question thirty four of the person of the son we next consider the person of the son three names are attributed to the son namely son word and image the idea of son is gathered from the idea of father hence it remains for us to consider word and image concerning word there are three points of inquiry whether word is an essential term in god or a personal term whether it is the proper name of the son and whether in the name of word is expressed relation to creatures first article whether word in god is a personal name objection one it would seem that the word in god is not a personal name for personal names are applied to god in a proper sense as father and son but word is applied to god metaphorically as origen says on in the beginning was the word therefore word is not a personal name in god objection two further according to augustine the word is knowledge with love and according to anselm to speak is to the supreme spirit nothing but to see by thought but knowledge and thought and sight are essential terms in god therefore word is not a personal term in god objection three further it is essential to word to be spoken but according to anselm as the father is intelligent the son is intelligent and the holy ghost is intelligent so the father speaks the son speaks and the holy ghost speaks and likewise each one of them is spoken therefore the name word is used as an essential term in god and not in a personal sense objection four further no divine person is made but the word of god is something made for it is said fire hail snow ice the storms which do his word therefore the word is not a personal name in god on the contrary augustine says as the son is related to the father so also is the word to him whose word he is but the son is a personal name since it is said relatively therefore so also is the word i answer that the name of word in god if taken in its proper sense is a personal name and in no way an essential name to see how this is true we must know that our own word taken in its proper sense has a threefold meaning while in a fourth sense it is taken improperly or figuratively the clearest and most common sense is when it is said of the word spoken by the voice and this proceeds from an interior source as regards two things found in the exterior word that is the vocal sound itself and the signification of the sound for according to the philosopher vocal sound signifies the concept of the intellect 
Again, the vocal sound proceeds from the signification or the imagination, as stated in De Anima. The vocal sound which has no signification cannot be called a word. Wherefore, the exterior vocal sound is called a word from the fact that it signifies the interior concept of the mind. Therefore, it follows that first and chiefly the interior concept of the mind is called a word secondarily the vocal sound itself signifying the interior concept is so called and thirdly the imagination of the vocal sound is called a word damascene mentions these three kinds of words saying that word is called the natural movement of the intellect whereby it is moved and understands and thinks as light and splendor which is the first kind again he says the word is what is not pronounced by a vocal word but is uttered in the heart which is the third kind again also the word is the angel that is the messenger of intelligence which is the second kind word is also used in a fourth way figuratively for that which is signified or effected by a word thus we are wont to say this is the word i have said or which the king has commanded alluding to some deed signified by the word either by way of assertion or of command now word is taken strictly in god as signifying the concept of the intellect hence augustine says whoever can understand the word not only before it is sounded but also before thought has clothed it with imaginary sound can already see some likeness of that word of whom it is said in the beginning was the word the concept itself of the heart has of its own nature to proceed from something other than itself namely from the knowledge of the one conceiving hence word according as we use the term strictly of god signifies something proceeding from another which belongs to the nature of personal terms in god inasmuch as the divine persons are distinguished by origin hence the term word according as we use the term strictly of god is to be taken as said not essentially but personally reply to objection one the Arians, who sprang from origin, declared that the Son differed in substance from the Father. Hence they endeavored to maintain that when the Son of God is called the Word, this is not to be understood in a strict sense, lest the idea of the Word proceeding should compel them to confess that the Son of God is of the same substance as the Father. For the interior Word proceeds in such a manner from the one who pronounces it as to remain within him but supposing word to be said metaphorically of god we must still admit word in its stricter sense for if a thing be called a word metaphorically this can only be by reason of some manifestation either it makes something manifest as a word or it is manifested by a word if it is manifested by a word there must exist a word whereby it is manifested if it is called a word because it exteriorly manifests what it exteriorly manifests cannot be called word except in so far as it signifies the interior concept of the mind which any one may also manifest by exterior signs therefore although word may be sometimes said of god metaphorically nevertheless we must also admit word in the proper sense and which is said personally reply to objection two 
nothing belonging to the intellect can be applied to God personally except word alone. For word alone signifies that which emanates from another. For what the intellect forms in its conception is the word. Now the intellect itself, according as it is made actual by the intelligible species, is considered absolutely. Likewise the act of understanding, which is to the actual intellect what existence is to actual being. Since the act of understanding does not signify an act going out from the intelligent agent, but an act remaining in the agent. Therefore, when we say that word is knowledge, the term knowledge does not mean the act of a knowing intellect or any one of its habits, but stands for what the intellect conceives by knowing. Hence also Augustine says that the word is begotten wisdom, for it is nothing but the concept of the wise one. And in the same way it can be called begotten knowledge. Thus can also be explained how to speak is in God to see by thought, for as much as the word is conceived by the gaze of the divine thought. Still, the term thought does not properly apply to the word of God. For Augustine says, Therefore do we speak of the word of God and not of the thought of God, lest we believe that in God there is something unstable, now assuming the form of word, now putting off that form and remaining latent, and as it were formless for thought consists properly in the search after the truth and this has no place in god but when the intellect attains to the form of truth it does not think but perfectly contemplates the truth hence anselm takes thought in an improper sense for contemplation reply to objection three as, properly speaking, word in God is said personally and not essentially, so likewise is to speak. Hence, as the word is not common to the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, so it is not true that the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are one speaker. So Augustine says, He who speaks in that co-eternal word is understood as not alone in God, but as being with that very word without which, forsooth, he would not be speaking. On the other hand, to be spoken belongs to each person, for not only is the word spoken, but also the thing understood or signified by the word. Therefore, in this manner, to one person alone in God does it belong to be spoken in the same way as a word is spoken, whereas in the way whereby a thing is spoken as being understood in the word, it belongs to each person to be spoken. For the Father, by understanding himself, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, and all other things comprised in this knowledge, conceives the word, so that thus the whole trinity is spoken in the word, and likewise also all creatures. As the intellect of a man, by the word he conceives in the act of understanding a stone, speaks a stone. Anselm took the term speak improperly for the act of understanding, whereas they really differ from each other, for to understand means only the habitude of the intelligent agent to the thing understood, in which habitude no trace of origin is conveyed, but only a certain information of our intellect. For as much as our intellect is made actual by the form of the thing understood, in God, however, it means complete identity, because in God the intellect and the thing understood are altogether the same, as was proved above, whereas to speak means chiefly the habitude to the word conceived, for to speak is nothing but to utter a word. But by means of the word 
it imports a habitude to the thing understood which in the word uttered is manifested to the one who understands thus only the person who utters the word is speaker in god although each person understands and is understood and consequently is spoken by the word reply to objection four the term word is there taken figuratively as the thing signified or effected by word is called word for thus creatures are said to do the word of god as executing any effect whereto they are ordained from the word conceived of the divine wisdom as any one is said to do the word of the king when he does the work to which he is appointed by the king's word second article whether word is the son's proper name objection one it would seem that word is not the proper name of the son for the son is a subsisting person in god but word does not signify a subsisting thing as appears in ourselves therefore word cannot be the proper name of the person of the son objection two further the word proceeds from the speaker by being uttered therefore if the son is properly the word he proceeds from the father by way only of utterance which is the heresy of valentine as appears from augustine objection three further every proper name of person signifies some property of that person therefore if the word is the son's proper name it signifies some property of his and thus there will be several more properties in god than those above mentioned objection four further whoever understands conceives a word in the act of understanding but the son understands therefore some word belongs to the son and consequently to be word is not proper to the son objection five further it is said of the son bearing all things by the word of his power whence basil infers that the holy ghost is the son's word therefore to be word is not proper to the son on the contrary augustine says by word we understand the son alone i answer that word said of god in its proper sense is used personally and is the proper name of the person of the son for it signifies an emanation of the intellect and the person who proceeds in god by way of emanation of the intellect is called the son and this procession is called generation as we have shown above hence it follows that the son alone is properly called word in god reply to objection one to be and to understand are not the same in us hence that which in us has intellectual being does not belong to our nature but in god to be and to understand are one and the same hence the word of god is not an accident in him or an effect of his but belongs to his very nature and therefore it must be something subsistent for whatever is in the nature of god subsists and so damascene says that the word of god is substantial and has a hypostatic being but other words are activities of the soul reply to objection to the error of valentine was condemned not as the arians pretended because he asserted that the son was born by being uttered as hilary relates but on account of the different mode of utterance proposed by its author as appeared from augustine 
Reply to Objection 3. In the term word, the same property is comprised as in the name son. Hence Augustine says, word and son express the same. For the son's nativity, which is his personal property, is signified by different names which are attributed to the son to express his perfection in various ways. To show that he is of the same nature as the father, he is called the son. To show that he is co-eternal, he is called the splendor. To show that he is altogether like, he is called the image. To show that he is begotten immaterially, he is called the word. All these truths cannot be expressed by only one name. Reply to Objection 4. To be intelligent belongs to the Son in the same way as it belongs to Him to be God, since to understand is said of God essentially, as stated above. Now the Son is God begotten and not God begetting. And hence He is intelligent not as producing a word, but as the word proceeding. For as much as in God the word proceeding does not differ really from the divine intellect, but is distinguished from the principle of the word only by relation. Reply to Objection 5. When it is said of the Son, bearing all things by the word of his power, word is taken figuratively for the effect of the word. Hence the gloss says that the word is here taken to mean command, inasmuch as by the effect of the power of the word things are kept in being as also by the effect of the power of the word things are brought into being. Basil speaks widely and figuratively in applying word to the Holy Ghost, in the sense perhaps that everything that makes a person known may be called his word, and so in that way the Holy Ghost may be called the Son's word because he manifests the Son. Third article, whether the name word imports relation to creatures. Objection 1. It would seem that the name word does not import relation to creatures. For every name that connotes some effect in creatures is said of God essentially. But word is not said essentially, but personally. Therefore word does not import relation to creatures. Objection 2. Further, whatever imports relation to creatures is said of God in time as Lord and Creator. But word is said of God from eternity. Therefore it does not import relation to the creature. Objection 3. Further, word imports relation to the source whence it proceeds. Therefore, if it imports relation to the creature, it follows that the word proceeds from the creature. Objection 4. Further, ideas in God are many according to their various relations to creatures. Therefore, if word imports relation to creatures, it follows that in God there is not one word only, but many. And objection 5. Further, if word imports relation to the creature, this can only be because creatures are known by God. But God does not know beings only. He also knows non-beings. Therefore, in the word are implied relations to non-beings, which appears to be false. On the contrary, Augustine says that the name word signifies not only relation to the Father, but also relation to those beings which are made through the word by his operative power. I answer that word implies relation to creatures. For God, by knowing himself, knows every creature. Now the word conceived in the mind is representative of everything that is actually understood. Hence there are in ourselves different words for the different things which we understand. But because God by one act understands himself and all things, his one only word is expressive not only of the Father, but of all creatures. And as 
the knowledge of God is only cognitive as regards God, whereas as regards creatures it is both cognitive and operative, so the word of God is only expressive of what is in God the Father, but is both expressive and operative of creatures, and therefore it is said, He spake and they were made, because in the word is implied the operative idea of what God makes. Reply to objection 1. The nature is also included indirectly in the name of the person. For person is an individual substance of a rational nature. Therefore the name of a divine person as regards the personal relation does not imply relation to the creature, but it is implied in what belongs to the nature. Yet there is nothing to prevent its implying relation to creatures so far as the essence is included in its meaning. For as it properly belongs to the Son to be the Son, so it properly belongs to Him to be God-begotten, or the Creator-begotten. And in this way the name Word imports relation to creatures. Reply to Objection 2. Since the relations result from actions, some names import the relation of God to creatures, which relation follows on the action of God which passes into some exterior effect, as to create and to govern, and the like are applied to God in time. But others import a relation which follows from an action which does not pass into an exterior effect, but abides in the agent as to know and to will. Such are not applied to God in time. And this kind of relation to creatures is implied in the name of the word. Nor is it true that all names which import the relation of God to creatures are applied to him in time, but only those names are applied in time which import relation following on the action of God passing into exterior effect. Reply to Objection 3. Creatures are known to God not by a knowledge derived from the creatures themselves, but by his own essence. Hence it is not necessary that the word should proceed from creatures, although the word is expressive of creatures. Reply to Objection 4. The name of idea is imposed chiefly to signify relation to creatures, and therefore it is applied in a plural sense to God, and it is not said personally. But the name of word is imposed chiefly to signify the speaker, and consequently relation to creatures, inasmuch as God, by understanding himself, understands every creature. And so there is only one word in God, and that is a personal one. Reply to Objection 5. God's knowledge of non-beings and God's word about non-beings are the same, because the word of God contains no less than does the knowledge of God, as Augustine says. Nevertheless, the word is expressive and operative of beings, but is expressive and manifestive of non-beings. The end of question 34.